Hey, you guys. Welcome to the College Age Movement Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well this week. Uh, if the sound is a little bit different, that's because we are live from my kitchen, so that's awesome. And uh, we're figuring out how to reach people from uh, our home. So we love that you are taking the time to lean in and learn a little bit this week. Last week, we talked about uh, the book of First Corinthians chapter 1, and this week, we're going to be talking about First Corinthians chapter 2, and I just have a couple quick thoughts uh, on the first five verses of chapter 2. So, First Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 2 says this, And so it was with me, brothers and sisters, when I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom, as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God, for I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. So the first point this is this week is this, don't focus on what you don't know, but who you do know. And there's two things I want to point out from that statement. Don't focus on what you don't know, but who you do know. Number one, this applies when you are sharing your faith. If you aren't a follower of Jesus, this isn't necessarily for you, but please listen if you want to. If you are a follower of Jesus, uh, you claim to follow Jesus like I do, we all understand one thing, and that is telling Jesus, uh, telling other people about Jesus can be difficult, and it can also be super awkward. One of the reasons that it can be awkward, one of the reasons it can be difficult is that we feel like there's a ton of information that we feel like we have to have downloaded prior to having that conversation before we can actually try to speak about it. And it's that's such a fallacy. It's such a lie that we need to know all of the things before we can actually talk about it. Paul says, hey, I didn't come with eloquence. I didn't come with human wisdom. What I came with was the fact that I had met Jesus and Jesus had changed me and that is what I need to know. Or on the other side of this, if you're spiritually unresolved, you haven't made a decision to follow Jesus yet, maybe you feel like you have to know everything before you could possibly step into that relationship with Jesus. Maybe you aren't quite there yet and you feel like, man, there are just there's so many things that I have to digest. There's so many things I have questions about before I could possibly have a relationship with Jesus. But I promise you this, is that you, you can step into a relationship with Jesus knowing very, very little and that God will grow you as your relationship with him matures. You see, Paul, one of the single greatest communicators of the gospel, as well as one of the greatest church planters in human history, says, I didn't come with, with human eloquence or, or with all that wisdom. What I came with was Jesus and Jesus crucified. That was it. See, Paul was a murderer. He was a persecutor of Christians. He was messy, but Jesus handpicked him to spread the good news of Jesus. And if he's willing to, to choose Paul He's willing to choose us. He's willing to step in right where we're at with the knowledge that we do have, with the experiences that we do have, and say, hey, I can use that. I can I can elevate you to this level of being able to talk to people about Jesus. And, and so we need to make sure that we don't feel so much pressure to know everything before we can talk about Jesus. So I don't know where you're at, but even after being a pastor for five years, I feel like, man, I don't know half of the stuff that I need to know. I don't know half of the half of the stuff that I need to know. I don't feel qualified to talk about Jesus, and yet Jesus still gives me a platform, and I promise he gives you one as well. One of the things that Paul understood was as long as truth was spoke in love, that God would be willing to clean up any messes that he made. And so I just want to encourage you this week, trust that God will clean up your messes, the messes that you have made, the messes that you will make, whatever it may be, if you speak to people in love, and your main goal is to let people know how valued they are, how incredible they are, and how much Jesus loves them, if you slip up and you say something wrong, or or you quote something wrong, or, or there's a little bit of mess in your message, whatever, it's fine. Jesus will clean that up. He just wants you to talk to people about Jesus. The second thing is this, is this idea of, of not knowing, not being about what you know, but who you know, is that it applies to our personal relationship with Jesus as well. 
And while it takes a ton of confidence to talk about our faith, it also takes a lot of confidence personally to feel secure in our relationship with Jesus. Growing up, I remember feeling like God was just angry with me all the time. I felt like he was waiting for me to mess up. He had this clipboard. He was this angry God who had this clipboard that had tally marks on the left side and those were the wrong things I've done and on the right side were the good things and the, the ones on the left outnumbered the one on the right by like 50 every single day. And I just had this terrible perspective of who God was. And with that perspective, it would be really hard for me to embrace the idea of who I know being more important than what I know. If my perspective was the who is this angry God, man, I, I don't want to embrace that idea. I don't, I don't want to jump into that idea. I'm going to focus on the what I know, and the what I know is not very much. And so then I'm going to get discouraged, and I'm, I'm going to lose confidence, and I'm always going to be trying to impress God and trying to perform correctly. And, and I think it's really important that we understand that God isn't looking to be impressed. He's looking to be embraced. He's not looking to be impressed. He's looking to embrace, be embraced. He wants you to step into a relationship with him because he is more concerned about our relationship with him than he is our knowledge of him. He's more concerned about the relationship aspect. And here's the beautiful thing, that the better we get to know him, the more you will end up knowing. The more we get to know him, the more we will end up knowing. Because if we can be secure in our relationship with Jesus, it takes all the pressure off. and We just get to learn about this God that loves us so much and this God that we love so much as well. So, it's all about who you know, not about what you know. And then Paul goes on to say this in verses three through five. He says, I came to you in my weakness and with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that you and your faith may not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. See, Paul had a fear because he knew his own humanity better than anyone, but that didn't stop him. He understood a couple things that are important, both personally and publicly, when it comes to our faith. First of all, we aren't called to hide in our weakness. When it comes to our own relationship with Jesus, we, we can't hide our sin. It's, this is our creator. So I don't know why I personally put so much effort in trying to hide our sin when I know that it's not possible. So I just, I just want to say this. Stop putting so much effort into concealing the things that you've done and hand those things over to Jesus. My wife, Larissa, gave a great word this last week on our uh, College Age social media accounts, and I'd encourage you to go uh, watch that. But she talked about handing all of our worries and anxieties over to Jesus because he wants every single part of them. And there's so much truth in that. And that's so true, not just about our, our anxiety and not just because of, not just about our uncertainty or our fear, but all of our sin. He just he wants to carry that weight. He doesn't want us to carry that around. He doesn't want us to try to conceal it. Scripture says that his his burden is light, his yoke is light, and he wants us to give him everything so that he can carry all those heavy things for us. When it comes to our public relationship with Jesus, it's also important that we understand that, that trying to put on a facade of having uh, having it all together is so ridiculous, that nobody believes that we're perfect, and, and we don't believe that anybody else is perfect. Our messiness and our brokenness is what makes us human, and it makes us in such incredible need of a redeemer. And if we're honest, people would rather listen, and we would rather listen to somebody who is real rather than somebody who's perfect. Failure in our ability to be redeemed is compelling, and that is what Jesus is, an absolutely compelling redeemer. 
And then the second thing is this, and we talk about it all the time, is that your testimony is the greatest message that you will ever preach. I, I think that we, we talk about it a lot, but we can never talk about it too much. Understanding that we don't have to be proud about all the ways that we failed, but we can absolutely be proud of how we use that failure and show how Jesus has changed us. You see, the things that impact us the most are the things that we can relate with relate with and that is what we as humans are looking for relatability we want to see ourselves and other people in in community and and paul says this i say all this because i do not want your faith to rest on human wisdom but on the evidence of how jesus has changed me paul started as a pharisee named saul and jesus met him on a road and said you're going to stop killing christians you're going to stop persecuting people i'm changing your name to paul and you're not now going to spread the good news of my name Jesus. And people saw that. People saw Paul and they're like, isn't that the guy? Look at what Jesus did. Look at what the message of Jesus did to him. If that does it to him, what could it possibly do to me? And I don't know about you, but I want people to say that about me. I want people to say like, man, I know him. I know what he's done. I've seen the ways that he's messed up. I see his messiness. I see his brokenness and his humanity. And yet God, yet God still gives him incredible things. Still, God still blesses him immensely with family and friends and, and all these different things. And they give him a platform to talk about Jesus. Man, God is incredible. And I want that to be said about me. And I think that you do too. So, hey, we love you guys. And, and we hope that you are doing well. If you need absolutely anything, please do not hesitate to reach out. If you want to stay connected, we are still doing everything we can to keep this community connected, even at a distance. So check out our social media accounts to engage in a lot of different ways. We love you guys, and we hope to talk to you very soon.